0: that's okay. I, I thought, yeah, welcome to, podcast. welcome to the podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the task reduction system course. So basically if you struggle with time management, with how to prioritize your tasks, with um, understanding whether or not something should be delegated or eliminated or it should be done today, this week, or this month, then the task reduction system is is the course for you so if you are interested in reclaiming your time reducing your work hours by half or just reducing your tasks by half in general you know even if you're not a business owner if you're somebody that's working for somebody else but you're struggling with doing it all once you get this system and you know how to use it properly, all of a sudden you've stopped working on the weekends, you've reclaimed your time. So for more information, just head to the show notes, it's all there, or you can head to rahrah Consulting. that's rahrahconsulting.com for more, or you can actually head to the taskreductionsystem.com and all the details are there. Did I mention you also have access to this course for an entire year after you sign up? Well, you do. Ooh. Any questions, you can also DM me because some people, Michelle, are like, I don't know if it's for me. Just send me a DM. If it's not for you, I don't want you to buy it. But yeah. if it is for you and it can help you, then yes, it's a good investment. Brilliant. Anyway, yes. So what
1: is the theme for today, sister? So the theme for today, Lauren, is the power of protection and Many of us, and including our listener at home, would have been in another workplace if not working for themselves. So I think this is hopefully going to resonate for a lot of people. It is going to be a little, a little spiritual because uh, we are speaking to someone who works in that realm. But I know that we do have a lot of listeners via Facebook who are in that work uh, and in that realm, so who can benefit certainly from that. But we also address the people who don't really believe in this sort of stuff. So if you're sort of listening, you're a little skeptical. Keep listening. You know, we've got a really great uh, person that we're speaking to today. So we all know that running a business or working for someone else can be exhausting. um, And this week, we're going to be talking about that, and also ways you can kind of better manage your energy levels at work and even socially. You know, we're talking about social out and about, going to the shop, cinema, all that sort of stuff. So it's going to apply to a pretty wide range of people, I believe. And Lauren, we do like to catch up, of course, as always, first and foremost. Um, What have you been up to? Is there any sort of big takeaways this week that you've uh, really Um, noticed?
0: I don't really think I've had too much to mention, actually. I guess I've just been working a lot. The sunbirds, their baby, their eggs have hatched. So they have new babies there. So um, my partner and I- It doesn't take long, does it? (laughs) No, it's amazing. No, this is the third family or like the third- set of children. Clutch, I don't even know clutch. the proper on a set of age, clutch. Yeah. Oh, it's the third clutch. So um last night my partner and I, we like we got some twine and we wrapped it um, wrapped aluminum foil around it and hooked it up all around the nest and stuff like that so that we won't have uh, so the predators can be gone. Yeah. But aside from that, Michelle honestly I've just been working a lot and you know just prioritizing the things that need to be done this month. And then also doing a lot of kind of thinking about where I want to go and grow the spirit team Facebook group has closed. So I'm just doing the one-on-one mentoring and also the group mentoring, which I love doing that. Oh, that's that so is good. my jam. So I'm wow, yeah looking wow. forward to that. So uh, yeah, so that's basically what I'm working on at the moment. Just lots of business stuff, and then just you know, visioning where I want to go and grow, and making sure that I'm putting that intention out there. And um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Nothing much new.
1: I love the sunbird update. I always uh, hang on for that. It's my <laughs> yeah. highlight of my week, Lauren. Uh Well. Yeah, I, I found myself in a little bit of overdrive. I've been so busy and, and I've been saying to the listener at home for the past few weeks, you know, over Christmas, it was sort of a test for me. School holidays are always one of those things you don't really know what's going to happen, if it's going to be busy or not. And it just hasn't slowed down. So I don't really feel like even on New Year's Eve, I had clients, you know, wanting to read with me and New Year's Day, I had I had a full day on New Year's Day. And I'm thinking, do people not drink anymore? Like usually people are hungover, you know, what is going on here? And even yeah, these past three weeks, uh, it's just been heckers. Like I've been working from 8 a.m. till five 30, 6, 30, 7, thirty, I've had people requesting readings immediately after my Facebook Live, which I do on a Monday. So I've not only just read for the entire day and done healings and all that, and then I jump into my Facebook Live. Sometimes I've been late because I've had readings go a bit over. Jump in there, do that, and then people are like, can I have a reading with you Like right this second? And it's like, oh, my Lord. So I went and had what a... Well, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. If I'm still like up here pinging, you know, not wanting to eat dinner, then, you know, I'll do it. But this week I said no because I was like, I haven't eaten dinner, I'm really tired and I managed to shuffle a few things around. The next day I was fully booked but I managed to shuffle a few things around and I did sort of an after hours reading for her. So that was better because I just knew, I knew I didn't have the energy and I knew it was going to be not good quality and I don't want to do that to anyone. So I said no, but sometimes I do say yes, but it's just a lot of referrals. I had one lady come here and she's referred like 10 of her friends. So I've had like two of them pretty much every single day, two of her friends every single day. And that's just pushed, you know, and then they've started referring her friends, they started referring and it's just a lot of referrals. So literally, you know, I'm booked up to almost February, I think at the moment. And I just don't have, you know, a lot of breaks or anything like that. And so it's a lot. And we've also got our inaugural or a business meeting coming up at the beginning of Feb. So oh, we've yeah. been meeting about that and I've done a press release for those guys and we're sort of sending out some stuff to generate a bit of media interest. So I'm doing that and the, the magazine and just a lot. And so I think I've I've been feeling a bit anxious and a bit out of sorts and it was good talking to Lynn and we will hear from Lynn shortly because some of the tips that she was sort of talking about, I need to implement and I I don't do all the time. And it's just a good reminder. I think that we need to kind of come back to certain things in our life that sort of work and recenter and stuff like that. So certainly talking to Lynn today was, uh, was good for me and we do record Lynn. So we slot her into the show. That's why I'm sort of speaking, we've already done it, but um, the referrals are great. And I do, reward people. I have started sort of rewarding people with, uh, you know, this lady today thinks that she might have, she had a church pew in her house. Um, So the lady that gave me all those referrals had a church pew in her house and had her dog lost its mind as soon as she brought this church pew in. It was an old, an original church pew, very, very old. And the dog lost its mind about this church pew. So she's gotten rid of it, but the dog's still a little kind of unsettled. So she wants me to come over and and I've said, look, you know, normally I charge for that, but I'm just going to come out. You've referred so many people to me. So that's it's awesome. on the house, you know. I'll just come out and yeah, um, and have a look. That's classy. Going to be doing that this servo. So yeah, it's been really, really busy. And so I'm th- I'm thinking we're actually doing the flooring in my healing room. We're going to rip up the carpet because it's yucky, and you know, I don't like carpet, and it's too hard to clean when you're really working with energy. So yeah. I'm just putting down the floating floor type thing on the floor so it'll yep. match the rest of the house. So I can just mop it or whatever. And we're going to spend a day doing that. So basically, I'm either reading from my bedroom or from like Jason's workspace and or, you know, maybe I'll just block out the whole day. And I'm actually thinking at the moment based on where I'm at at the moment that I I, I literally have not had a day off. Without her client. Like, I just have not had. Go any... get
0: your nails done, get your hair cut, get a massage, go eat your favorite cake. Like, yeah. do that kind of thing, girl. Go shopping. I was just thinking
1: of going to the beach, Lauren. I don't really want to be around okay. any other energies.
0: <laughs> I, I was just going to, like go to be the beach. That even
1: sounds wonderful. In the too. water. Because I tried to do that. I think I was saying in the last episode, I tried to do that and I didn't have any bookings. And I sort of leave it open because I'm like, well, it's all energy. People need me, they need me. And then the lady who's expecting a baby was like, as soon as I was about to dip my toe in, she's like, I need a reading immediately. Like I'm about to give birth and I need to know what's going on. And I'm like, okay. So off I went. So got that close. It was that close uh, to getting in the water. So I just really want to spend a day kind of at the beach, maybe reading a book and just being in the water and not talking to anyone.
0: That That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. So that's my idea. So getting into today, we're going to have a chat to Lynn. Now, Lauren, you wanted to sort of um, preview or highlight something before we get into that?
0: Well, I did want to tell our listeners at home that, you know, some of the content that we talk about, they might find that disturbing. And I think it's important to say that because... We do talk a lot about spirituality, but we do talk a lot about the darker side of things initially because we are talking about the subject of protection. And I know that if this had been me listening a year ago, I never would have kept listening to this episode, honestly, just because I wasn't prepared to deal with that kind of content. <laughs> but the the main thing, I, I just want people to think about that before they continue. And I guess the other thing I want to say is that just know that you are in complete control of everything and that all the stuff that um, is talked about at the beginning of the episode in, in relation to who to protect from and these sort of things, you know, we do give you strategies on how to protect and how to cleanse. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that this stuff's not permanent, you know, it comes and goes. And so, yeah, I just, I guess, Michelle, you work in it all the time and I'm just thinking about people who are getting maybe used to the concept or don't believe in it at all, um, that some of this stuff could be triggering. So just be prepared for that, but know that we do end the conversation with ways that you can protect yourself and feel good. And as always, you can always reach out to someone like Michelle who can help you with these skills and also, um, do any cleansing kind of work if you feel like you need to. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, we don't want to incite fear. And and generally speaking, a lot of people will never encounter any of what we talk about. Lynn does go into a bit of detail because her background is paranormal. So is mine. She does go into a bit of detail. Many of us will never encounter anything like this. But when we do encounter things like this, generally speaking, we will talk to a paranormal investigator and get it sorted. And it's only if you really come across that and you know that it is something like that. So we will speak to Lynn now and then Lauren and I'll come back and finish off the show. Lauren, our guest today is Lynn Hoyerman. She is a reader and a healer and someone we thought will be able to give us some great tips on how to survive in business and life, where we have to face a lot of other people from time to time. Lynn is a modern mystic energy and shamanic healer, past life regression therapist, paranormal investigator, which is of course how I, Michelle, and Lynn first met. So that's how we first crossed paths, isn't it, Lynn? Well, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. I'd <laughs> like oh, to have you here. And uh, Lauren, this is um, not your first time meeting Lynn, because of course you've had her on your other podcast.
0: I have. Hi, Lynn. Hi, thank Lauren. Thank so much for being <laughs> with us today. <laughs> so, so,
1: Lynn, good. Today we wanted to have a chat to you about um, how we can sort of clear and protect ourselves, and I guess even our workplaces, because I think a lot of people found themselves out of work last year, and maybe they're working from home uh, for themselves, mm-hmm. maybe they found other jobs. But when you are sort of in a position where you're sort of scrambling around, you know, potentially looking for other work and you sort of just happen upon something, it may not be exactly what you were expecting. It may be a little bit different from what you were doing. So I thought it'd be a good chance for us to have a chat about, you know, can we protect ourselves and our space and all those sorts of things. But what is really interesting about you is that you've actually had, you know, previous jobs um, in, in terms of your backstory. Where you would have had to, I think, put up a lot of protection. So I just thought we'd start with how, what you did, you know, and, and what those mm-hmm. shocks were and, and what you had to do to protect yourself.
2: Yep. So I had spent 17 years as an a intensive care paramedic. I worked for Canberra Ambulance Service and also up here in Queensland. Um, <clears throat> during that time, obviously, I came across a lot of intense, very um, emotional in particular experiences, but also some quite negative experiences where, you know, people have, say, taken drugs or alcohol, they're in a bad headspace, um, and, you know, you need protection. Well, one, with that job, obviously, you need physical protection, but I would also always protect myself before I went to work, while I was at work, if I was at a particular job that I was feeling um, threatened, then, you know, I would put up extra protection. Um, So, used to do that quite a lot, uh, you know, as a uh, paramedic. But I also worked at a um, hospice um, as a nurse. So, looking after people who are in the last, you know, three months of their life. Um, And there can be a lot of... um, Death can bring up a lot of uh, negativity around people. So, uh, you know, I've been in a lot of really... uh, really bad family dynamics um but also uh so this is physical people but then some people come in and they have a lot of negative um beings or entities around them um so really needed to protect you know my energies because i mean at the end of the day it all comes down to energies and the different energies that can affect our energy i mean everything on the whole planet is made up of energy. And, um, you know, some energies feel really good to us and and other energies will really um, knock us about and make us feel really bad or or even sick. Um, So it it really pays to make sure that your energy is okay. Um, So in these situations, uh, particularly the more sensitive you become, you can start to sort of sense, well, okay, this energy is not good for me, this energy is fine. Um, people in particular, I always tell people, trust your instincts, if something's not right for you, it's not, you know, and if it feels good, it is. So, so that's my sort of background and, and how I started. I mean, um, I've been doing this for a long time, the, this, my, my business on the side for probably the last 20 years and and i started doing a reiki course and that's how i got into it i've always been interested in um you know the paranormal and ghosts and spirits etc so i've always had a i don't know i guess i've always been open to okay what else is out there what's my intuition i I guess i've always used it i've always you know um, been aware of it so i guess uh so that's my background but yeah and now sort of i guess we want to talk about the protection side of things so
0: Um, Just before we go there, though, Lynn, I mean, thank you for sharing your story. It really does sound like you're a perfect guest to have on here that you've dealt with a lot of different types of energies and a lot of different types of scenarios. I guess you kind of talked about it previously um, about how some energy makes you feel good and some energy makes you feel bad. I Mm -hmm. guess I just wanted to kind of interject because I think that for a long time, Uh, even up till recently, actually, I didn't really realize uh, for myself that fatigue is also a sign of that. And um, I think that, you know, a lot of people probably I can identify on some level with feeling um, with being empathic, you know, meaning taking Mm -hmm. on other people's stuff and feeling a lot of their pain and even their happiness I guess but feeling that and I guess I wanted to um, just kind of reinforce so if you could bring up some more signs and symptoms of whether or not energy is affecting you because I think that um, I remember I interviewed somebody on the Afterlight, and he was talking about you know and then you mom goes to the mall and then when she gets back from the mall she's exhausted and I thought That happens to me all the time. (laughs) Absolutely. And and I never really made the correlation that I am this beautiful shining light and all these energies are, you know, affecting me. So Mm -hmm. can we talk just a little bit more about how uh, energy can affect you? It could be a little bit more than just, I feel good, I feel bad. And also sort of why it's important to protect our energy Um, almost before we can be affected by it.
2: Definitely, definitely. So I guess the thing I need to mention here uh, uh, with energies in particular, we're looking at a couple of different types of energy. So you may say walk into someone's home and it may feel heavy or it may feel oppressive or, or you may get angry when you walk into that home if those people, say say as an example, these people that you've walked into this home, they fight all the time. What happens is when they're fighting, they're releasing that energy, that that anger energy into their environment. Now, that energy will sit in little pockets, little, little clouds all around the place. Now, most people don't clear their homes or clear their space. They work office, whatever. So what happens if these people continue to fight, continue to fight, that energy builds and builds and builds till you don't have to be psychic to walk in and sense it. But what happens is is when you walk into that environment and your energy is not protected and you're open to whatever is in your environment, that energy can then stick in your aura It can come into your aura. It can start affecting you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Now, the thing is, we, you know, if we get dust on the carpet, what do we do? We vacuum. We get all this stuff around us energetically. No one, we're not taught to keep our spaces clear of energy. So that's an energy. And an energy is its it's not intelligent, it's just an energy. So it can be anger energy, it can be depressive energy, it can be happy energy, it can be joyous. It can you know, whatever you can think of, that energy can sit in your environment. If you go to a sacred site, the energy there is such a high vibration. I mean, most people go there and think, wow, this feels amazing. And, and then you've got the other extreme to that. If you go to a crack house, you're gonna feel the opposite. So that's energy. Then with the energy, you can have beings. So I know a lot of people aren't aware of this, but there are entities in our environment. They're everywhere. They come in all different shapes and sizes. These are like energies. They're in the lower fourth dimension. And um, just because we can't see them doesn't mean they're there. Okay, so... um, So, these entities, they're everywhere, but they have intelligence. So, it's not just an energy that kind of sticks in your aura and comes into your system and makes you feel funny. This is a being, and look, majority of them are parasitic, Mm -hmm. so they feed off our energy. They're opportunistic, they see us coming with our beautiful shiny lights, and oh, they're not protected opportunity here, I'm going to tap into this person's energy, and I'm going to start feeding myself on their energy. These things are quite common, they're all over the place, but they're also easy to get out of your system, most of them. Um, With entities, you can have um, from quite a a benign, just a parasitic, opportunistic, I just want to feed off you, um, to the uh, mischievous ones that can be in your environment that cause things to happen in your home. Um, you can have ones that are quite nasty that um, will elicit a response in you and feed off that response. What am I talking about here, Okay, uh, If you have an entity in your home that particularly likes fear, it will get you to respond fearfully. So, you'll be in your home and say the picture falls off a wall, it's the middle of the night, you weren't expecting it, you'll get scared. You may get a sense that there's something negative in the home. You may hear footsteps. You may see a dark mass in the corner of your room. All these things will elicit a fear response in your system. When you are fearful, that energy builds and it is released into your environment. When that happens, that being is going to feed off your energy. So as you can see, you sort of start from the benign to, of feeding and then getting down to the, I'm going to make a re, you have a response so I can feed off you. And then obviously the next lot is, is you very intelligent, very ancient, very evil, uh, and that would be the demonic entities. Um, the djinn are also classed in that sort of um, area. Poltergeist can be in that sort of category as well. So... These are entities, these are actual beings that have some form of intelligence to a lot of intelligence. They know what they're doing. They want to feed off you. When these are around, um, they will drain your energy. The other category before we go into how it affects you is your earthbound spirits. And that is someone who has had a human life who has died and who has decided for whatever reason, there are numerous reasons a a, um, person might go into the light. They don't go into their light after um, they've had their final kind of ceremony, funeral, cremation, whatever, that light fades and then they become earthbound. So these beings they're um, still attached to the 3D plane, which is where we're living. And to keep surviving, they need our energy. They drain our energy. And these are the guys you will find in the shopping centres. These are the guys you will find in, at a concert, um, at a theatre, at a sports arena when there's a big match on. Pubs Kindergartens a- too, Lynn. Kindergartens, remember? Kinderg- kindergarten <laughs> oh, kindergarten kids. 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 Yeah, yeah. Kids. Um, kids have amazing energy like so yeah they do like to be around kids but these ones in particular they can live in your home they you know we eat to keep our energies up these guys need our energies to keep going to be strong so and there's unfortunately um, i believe in western society we're not really Taught how to die, or there's a lot of fear around it, or you know, when you get sick, it's like, well, fix you, fix you, fix you. Oh, this isn't working. Okay, let's dump that person like a hot cake. We're not. Death isn't part of life in Western society, so there's a lot of earthbound spirits around. If they decide to come home with you, if you have a, an earthbound spirit around you, they will drain your energies too. So they're the different types of energy. So there's an energy, there's an entity, and then there's the earthbound spirit. So I think it's important to sort of differentiate between the three. How can they affect us? <laughs> Gamma ways. So they're draining our energy. You think, okay, here's my energy system. And this is what I'm working with. That's your energy to keep you going. And then you have an entity come along and tap in. And then you may have an earthbound spirit tap in. And then you've got energies around your house, which is just clogging your system. The first thing you feel is tired. I'm exhausted. I can't be bothered. I I don't want to get up and do this. Um, You just get tired. You get so tired, you get fatigued. Fatigue is kind of the next step down. You start to, your mind, um, you can't think properly. You don't have the motivation to keep doing what you wanted to do. You might be a high-powered, jam-packed, let's go, 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 go. And all of a sudden it's like, ah, you know, initially, oh, I'll just do that later or "Or maybe I'll just sit down or maybe I'll go and do something else. Do you know what I mean? It's like you start to um, not not have the amount of energy that you had before once you get fatigued because your energy is getting depleted on a daily basis now this will happen over a period of time and it also depends that that time period depends on how much energy you've got and how much you regenerate and how much energy they're actually taking and actually how much is around you Um, but after a while um, once you fatigue you may start feeling sick You may start if you've got these beings around you having thoughts and emotions that feel very foreign to you. Um, You may be sitting there, you're happy, you're playing with your kids and all of a sudden you're angry and you're almost looking around thinking, where the hell did that come from? Or you may be depressed or you may just feel really sad or you may be confused. Um, A lot of these could be an earthbound spirit, in your space, when they come close to you, when they're draining your energy, you can kind of feel what they were feeling. If they've suicide and they were really depressed or really confused or really upset, you're gonna pick up on those feelings and and you're gonna think they're your own. If you haven't been taught that there can be beings around you that can you know get you to feel like this, you'll feel like they're your own. Thoughts just pop into your head actions like say say you're someone who um doesn't drink like myself and i i, I go out one night and and so i've been to the pub and, and i get an earthbound spirit attached to me because i've got this cool energy and they attach to me all the sun because if, if this spirit actually passed and he's an alcoholic that's why he was in the pub and There's a lot of them around just just to let people know. You know, I might want to all of a sudden have the urge to start drinking. So you may have things happen that feel really random, like I haven't had a drink for 20 years. I'd really fancy a vodka. You know what I mean? So you may have these thoughts, feelings, emotions, all these things start happening happening to you. People might say to you, God, what's wrong with you? You're just not yourself. Um, and, and you, you, you know, over time you may get sick and, um, this is actually a classic, you may, uh, say you may have stomach aches and, and you've got a lot of pain and discomfort, et cetera, et cetera, And you've gone to the doctor, you've had all the scans done, all the tests done under the sun, everything comes back fine. And you're going, but why am I in so much pain? And you might have a spirit connected to you that died of, for example, stomach cancer, You're feeling and your body is reacting to what that spirit died from, and it is affecting you and the doctors cannot pick it up because it's happening on a different level. It's affecting you on the physical, but it's starting in the spiritual. I can I just um, interject there, because I've got a good example of that.
1: And this is um, about protection as well. And my mum was diagnosed with uterine cancer and I, you know, you and I are healers. So I went over and I was like doing this sort of, you know, Reiki, you know, healing on her. And I don't know that it was my intention, but I guess I was upset that she was sick and maybe unintentionally. I don't know that I set the intention because I don't feel like I did. Unintentionally, I tried to take it. Yeah. And this is another sort of, I guess, highlighting what you're talking about is, you know, it's not our job because sometimes that's what empaths do. Mm-hmm. is they don't want their friends to suffer. They don't want this to happen. You know, I don't want my um, child to feel that way, especially with our kids because we try mm-hmm. to take it, you know, and I, I did that with my mum. I ended up curled up in my walking wardrobe not knowing what was going on. I thought I was dying because she's obviously on painkillers. I had nothing and I was feeling exactly what she was feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I thought I was dying. I thought someone was cutting my stomach out. And, um, and then, you know, my husband found me and we talked about it and I said I think I'm trying to take this from her. So I made the mm-hmm. conscious decision to kind of let that go. Yeah. It's just intention. You know, it was just the intention not to take that. Absolutely. It wasn't fine. And, uh, and it passed. So I just, I just wanted to throw that in cause it's a good example yeah. of sometimes we can try to take as well. I had uh, a
0: question about that actually, because I'm the kind of person at that let's pretend Lynn has like a cough on this call. All of a sudden I'll be like, I'm pretty sure I'm getting sick. Like I have a cough yes. because somebody else, or if Michelle, Says, oh yeah, her back is sore. It's like all of a sudden, I'm pretty sure that my back is also sore. I don't know how, like, so. Or if I've got a, a flea
1: infestation or something.
0: Oh God, <laughs> the fleas are happening. a good and one. Everyone starts scratching. scratching. <laughs> ah. scratching. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. But you know, yeah. I could pass somebody who's coughing, and then all of a sudden, I'll just think, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm coming down with a cold. And my partner, he's always like. Lauren, you never get sick and you always think this, you know? So yeah, is there something about that that, you know, um, I'm not
2: protecting properly from? (laughs) There's two things going on here Um, with with Michelle um, because she was doing the healing for her mum. When you're doing healings, you can literally tap into that person and your body feels what their body's feeling. It helps to go, okay, I need to go here. I need to do this. I need to do that. But what Michelle didn't do was let go of that at the end, correct? And I guess that is a form of protection, protecting your energies. It's fine to open up when you are in that space. That is that is actually not a problem, but you have to have to have to let it go. Yeah, because if you don't, like you found out, it can be really really unpleasant. Yeah. The thing is, that is your mum's lesson to deal with, not yours. And it doesn't matter how much you want. And like parents will do this with their kids all the time. It doesn't matter how much you want to take that from them. You will just be feeling that energy and they will still have it because that is their lesson. So you can do the healing and you can give them energy and it will help them to get through and learn their lessons, absolutely. Um, but you really need to let go of that and a, a way of um you know, stopping that from happening again is like you said, your intention, okay, I'm not doing that. I'm letting that go. Or you can, if you've just had a big session and you can feel a lot of energies around you, because this can happen too, go outside and stand on the grass for five minutes with no shoes on. You have to have no shoes on. Most of us, we wear rubber-soled shoes. So we can't release a lot of the build-up of energies that we pick up on a day-to-day basis. Um, that is one of the simplest ways of, one it grounds you, but two it protects you. It drains that, it, not drains it, it pulls that negative energy from you, and what it does is the earth. It's 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 like a, a synergy. It's like the earth will take the negative and give you the positive, and it works well for both. Mm. So. That's what's going on there. With Lauren, you're an empath and you're picking up everyone. (laughs) So, and once again, it it is okay to um, feel what other people are feeling. I mean, it it really helps you, particularly when you're working with people, is, okay, I I get where they're coming from. But I I think um, it sounds like you're just taking on, okay, that's that sickness, but you're feeling it. Them. Once again, you can just say, okay, I don't need this. Or if you don't want to feel it in the first place, which I wouldn't want to feel everyone who is walking down the street just saying that would be totally overwhelming. It is. (laughs) Yeah, totally overwhelming. Is protect your energy. So we all have the aura around us, and there's a few different ways of being able to protect your energy. One is the intention. And it's a visualisation and, and you can use the bubbles and you can use whatever colour bubble you like. Um, and you can send these bubbles of energy to other people. And you know, so you're an empath. So say if you come across someone and they look really blue, they're quite down, they're quite depressed, you could surround them with yellow, you know what i mean and that will lift their energy that will lighten their energy because happy joy let's let's you know and if someone's too blue or if they've got a murky blue um you know you can add pink to it pink is unconditional love they'll suddenly feel oh i don't feel so down anymore do you know what i mean but for yourself, if you're wanting to protect yourself, I would probably use white because white is actually has every colour in it. So it's, to me, the most powerful. Mm. It's like surround yourself with white. But the other thing you can do is if you're picking up so much energy is I use silver and you put around your bubble the silver light. And what that does, it works as a reflection. So if those negative, heavy, toxic energies are coming towards you, it literally hits that silver light and it bounces back to that person. But it bounces back as unconditional love. So they may be feeling bad and go, oh, blah, 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 and it's dumping <laughs> on you. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but hang on, I don't feel so bad because it's coming back. Mm. You know, energy can't be you know, created or destroyed, but you can change its form. So you can change it from the heavy, dense, negative to the uplifted, positive, hey, I feel good.
1: And we don't have to be clairvoyant, Lynn, I think, because some people I I feel like they get confused and they think, oh, but I can't see the bubble, I can't see the colour, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. But it's more just about kind of the intention, kind of sensing yeah. it there or, you know, it's the intention kind of thing, isn't it? Absolutely. You don't have to actually see that. If you if you can't see if someone's physically blue, their aura, if you can't see auras, um, then you yeah. can still sort of do that because you can really feel like their so
2: mood. People, you just say, geez, they're really dark or... Yeah all oh they feel quite good you know what I mean sometimes yeah. you just get a sense of the color you don't mm-hmm. yes but I, I tell think you, l- this is a great one to teach kids yeah I taught Sophia my granddaughter when she was quite young she loves it and you know she likes to send bubbles to people all the time to make them happy especially when they're really sad she just you know loves to do that so you know kids pick this up really easy you know why it's easy for them because they believe it
1: yeah and that's
2: our thing like you, exactly what you just said michelle is yeah. oh but i have to be clairvoyant i have to see it it's, it's mm. like no it's mm. just my intention is you know for that color to be around myself or to be around my family yeah um, yeah I parents where their kids automatically
1: do this so i talk to them about protection and they're like oh my kids are always talking about that they're like oh money you know just put your bubble on and it's like what where did that come from kids just kind of naturally know how to do all of this stuff
2: <laughs> so, so open and it's just like second nature to them and they they go well yeah duh um, whereas we're going oh but hang on hang on what if, what if i get the color wrong and, and what if it's you know this that or that and it's like just yeah you know, if your intention is pure, yeah. if you see someone who's down and your intention is to just help raise their vibe, mm. you really can't go wrong. Yeah. It doesn't matter what color you use at the end of the day. Yeah. And um, the colors I use, it's just an example. You know, if someone's got too much of this, add that. Um, yep. Yep. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, some people have quite, you can sense it. They, they, they've got kind of muddy colors. Mm. Yeah. Just to lighten them up. one
0: thing i just want to say lynn is like a little bit later i do want to talk to you a bit about cleansing as well because it's not only important to protect but also cleanse so we'll bring that up later in the show however i just wanted to reinforce to our listener at home and also get both of your opinions that you know um for some people who might be getting you know kind of introduced to a lot of these subjects at the moment i think Mm -hmm. it's important that we also reinforce to them that you know protecting and shielding yourself is something that you need to do ongoing you don't just set your shield and then you're good to go forever (laughs) it's you know doesn't it kind of come down sometimes when you're having a shower or uh like how do you know when you need to kind of reset just in relation to the protection
2: yeah here's the thing we're all different we're all unique so i wouldn't say uh, it's the same for everyone. Um, you may be able to put your protection up. You don't come across a lot of people or or you don't pick up what's going on with them. So you might be able to get away with doing it once a week. Uh, for myself, because I work with people and, and I work with people releasing a lot of negative energies, I set up my space. So this is my home. I'll set up my home and my protection around me every morning and every evening, I will shut that space down. So, and for me, it's like, well, I have to do it every day, but I'm working in it. So it really is a gauge of, okay, I've set up my protection. I feel really good. And then you go about your business. And then if you think, you know, you don't forget, everyone's got intuition, everyone, even if, you know, you don't have to be psychic to be intuitive. Your intuition is your gut instincts. It's that inner knowing. Everyone has that and everyone's intuition is geared for that particular person. We're all unique. And so is our intuition and your intuition is specifically for you, you know, cause you know, say to me, I tried that and it doesn't work for me. It's like, well, what does work for you? You know what I mean? You have to go with what your energy wants. Um, so if, if you can get it, I, I have some people that can do it every couple of weeks they're in the house most of the time and they're not coming across people. And they have a lot of, you know, say crystals around their house and, and they have candles going and they sage their house. So, you know, they're pretty good. It's, it's not like, you know, every time you walk out of the house, you're, you're going to get bombarded with negativity. The aura is very protective. The aura is pretty sealed. Um, things that will bring your aura down and make it more susceptible to things around you is if you're fatigued if you're feeling sick if you've gone in for surgery um, any unconsciousness that's why i mentioned surgery so that's if you drink and fall down and you're unconscious or if you go in for surgery and you're unconscious Um, all these things um, too much of, of anything like a bit of alcohol fine too much it starts to wear down your aura it starts to make it not as strong as what it can be so if you've got all these other things going on and and particularly people um, who are more susceptible like who have uh uh, like chronic disease their aura is not going to be so good so i would say anyone who's got a chronic complaint i would probably protect yourself a lot more because you are more open to everything that's around you in your environment Mm um but like kids they're young they're strong they're healthy their auras are bright and shiny and they're generally fairly protected that's why the kids are generally the ones that are going i'm going to send that to you mommy because you had a really hard day and they're probably going look at your aura you're a mess girl yeah yeah so yeah yeah, Yeah. um use your instincts as to how often you probably need to do it yeah. Look, some people get stuck in the fear. And I think that's,
1: um, you know, for us, I guess we've worked in the paranormal realm for a little while. So for us, it's kind of, it's all good. It's second nature, yeah. but for some people, they get stuck in the fear and that's, you know, when they're little and they're sort of in, having some sort of encounter in their bedroom where they feel like someone's watching them and stuff yeah. like that. And sure. a lot of people just kind of never get over that. I, I know I've spoken to people who are, you know, my age, I'm in my forties and who have to sleep with the lights on still because they don't know what to do and they're scared and, you know, they were like that since they were kids. So it is sometimes hard to get past that sort of fear factor. And I think that sort of carries into the workplace where sometimes people feel like either, you know, colleagues or like family members, you know, if there's certain um, uh, relationships, you know, arguments, conflict going on in family or with friends and and things like that. And sometimes we get into that sort of, oh, you know, I feel like something's being done to me. You know, someone's making me angry. Someone is bullying me. They're doing this thing to me. And I just kind of wonder because, you know, Lauren and I have both worked for corporations and organizations and things like that as well before being self-employed. And is this are we sort of talking about the same thing here can we sort of protect against that as you said before you know bullying could be part of what we have to go through but mm. are there degrees of protection for that as well is it sort of what you're talking about with a bubble or can we do more than absolutely that? Yeah.
0: Yep. yeah can i also just add to that question um because i think that a lot of people don't believe in this stuff lynn mm-hmm. so i guess i just wanted to add to that like do you have to believe in everything that you've been talking about for it to be real for you? I mean, we know that the aura that you can take photos of the aura that you can see the energy that all that kind of stuff. But you know, if I work in a business and you know, people are affecting my energy, but I don't believe in any of the stuff that you've just talked about, you know, is it still real or is it not real? Because my intention is such, so I just thought the two needed to kind of be brought in because
2: for yeah, some yeah. people,
0: if they're still listening to us, at this, <laughs> at this time, we they, they might be gone there, already. That is my home worship group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, this is a foreign it concept for a lot yeah. of, of people. Still, yeah,
2: sure, it's still real. I mean, at the end of the day, if you think about it, everything is energy. We are made up of energy. It's just the difference between. Um, you know, us in a physical body and and this table next to me is the vibration is how fast that energy is moving. Um, So yes, you don't have to believe it for it to be real. I mean, okay, say, say you, oh my God, the thought of putting a bubble around me is just ridiculous to me. Fine. Put a crystal in your pocket. You know what I mean? So what? It's still going to work. You know, um, if, if you don't believe in it, but you feel really gross and you think, oh, I'm just going to go and stand outside and see if that actually works. And you and you go and put your feet on the ground for five minutes. it's You're going to feel better. Mm. You can't not. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, you don't have to believe it. It's like with healing. It's like um, I do it a lot of distance healing. And some of the people that I'm doing, they don't know that I'm doing it on a physical level. Um, I work with them on, on the soul level. And does that stop them from healing? No. And, and some of the people I've worked with, um, are very, um, you know, this is all woo woo. This is all crap. They still heal. So it, it doesn't matter what their beliefs are. The energy is still going to come and do its thing, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't matter. You don't have to believe it, but you're still going to be affected by it.
0: Mm. You
2: know? So you've, if, if, you've got negative stuff going on in the workplace you're going to be affected by it whether you believe in it or not why don't you try and help yourself by raising your vibe I dare you to put a crystal in your pocket and see if that changes the situation
1: mm. yeah so I a own- partner I guess too if your um, partner's really not into this sort of thing it's like maybe give them a um you know a gift you know here's a beautiful you know pendant with a jade you know jade on the end of it or a beautiful bracelet or um i know i gave my husband a saint christopher um the you know silver sort of bracelet for our wedding because he's on the road for work every day and he initially was like oh you know don't really like it but then then he wears it and he gets some form of protection out of it and he's you know very, very tired sometimes, and I, I feel like you know maybe that helps, maybe that gets him through. So for me, that was you know,
2: a definitely,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And your intention um, with that, as well as the actual uh, yeah. Christopher, your intention when you gave it, yes, make sure he's okay, yeah. That's so it. that's, that's yeah. like to me, that's like a double whammy, that's like lots of really good energy around that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: intention is always like a kind of a word that, you know, on the spiritual podcast I have that comes up on a regular basis is like mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, at least if you're clear on your intention or the outcome that you want, that that yeah. is, so it is right. I guess, you know, you, you have mentioned about crystals. Um I've taken to be, to buying some crystals lately. I've got crystal necklaces and different yeah. types of crystals and nice. I'm just really into it. <laughs> It's so fun and wonderful. (laughs) I guess the question, though, is that, you know, how do you know which crystals are right for protection? How do you know um, which crystals are the right ones for you? Is it as simple as just Googling protection crystal and then sourcing that and buying it? Or can you, if you're attracted to a particular kind of crystal, can you you then turn it into a protection crystal for you based on intention?
2: absolutely absolutely so they're like exactly what you say there's two ways of doing it um a lot of the protection crystals are the black ones so obsidian black tourmaline those big guys they're great for protection um but if you go into a crystal shop and as you would know you walk in there and it's almost like some of them go oh oh pick me pick me i want to come home with you they're the ones yeah. you've got to get because they're the ones that are calling you right Yes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes
0: like you're $500 not today and they're like it's okay take me home I'm an investment damn it
2: come on come on (laughs) so yes I got a great story about that but it might take too long so Um, but yeah crystals are are definitely um, you know go with the ones that are jumping out with you because they're the one every every crystal has its own you know, spirit being in it, it has that energy in it. If it's calling to you, it's saying, hey, I resonate with you and it will really help. So, yeah, definitely, once again, it all comes back to your intuition and, you know, using that to help you navigate through life. I mean, that's what it's there for.
1: I've got some Eitlin, which is, for the listener at home who doesn't know, good for EMF. So because I'm doing readings and things in my little workspace and I've got computers here, which is back in the day, we all used to do face-to-face. But, um, I have a little Shanghai pyramid, which I pop in front of, you know, the computer. Um, and then that prevents the EMF, which is a blocker for, um, you know, spiritual energy and all of that. Um, you know, so I can connect well. So I've got the uh, the little Shungite, and I also have a crystal um, sage spray, which has Shungite in it. So okay. that's really cool as well, and that's part of the programming ability to program crystals and you know all that sort of stuff. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. You can give them little. The other jobs.
2: thing with crystals is I mean, Shungite is fantastic. I actually have it on my telly at home. So if I'm sitting there, it's just yep. sits in front of it, but it, it stops a lot of the... Yeah, you can know. get
1: the stickers for your mobile phone too. Yeah. Is, yeah. that's that. We should throw that in because um, that's business, workplace. Um, if you've got a mobile phone up to your ear all day in sales, you know, stuff like that. Um, I guess some people wear headphones, but some people still have it on their ear. Um, Shine yeah. out stickers. You can pop on your phone as well.
2: That's another Definitely. Good. Definitely. Yeah. And the other thing with crystals is, is if you want to protect your space is put down a crystal grid. And that's have crystals in the corners of your rooms. In my healing room at home, I have, I've got um, clear quartz and amethyst, and it's in like the um, macabre shape. So the triangle facing up and facing down. Um, I've got that set up in in the healing room and and that's very protective um, to have crystal grids. You know and and you can use any crystals and you can put them just in the corners you can do whatever you want with them once again intuitively what feels right or you can ask people in the crystal shop you know they they can give you all tips and techniques and things to do it there's a psychic medium great protection
1: yeah psychic medium debbie b muse up here on the sunny coast she um built her house with crystals uh crystal grids in the walls
2: yeah Um,
1: so she not the whole house she actually built like a healing room type thing where she does mentorship and all of that and she put the rose quartz and the clear quartz into the walls in a particular formation right. on the um, wooden beams. So on the structure, the foundation yeah. I the, you know, yeah, the structure, house structure. Yeah. Wow. So she um, built that into the walls. And I tell you, I walked into that, that room and I'm like, what is going on in here? And she goes, there's crystals inside the walls. And I was like, I can feel it. Mm. And on wow. the floor in the flooring before they put the concrete down. So when they put the wood, she put the yep. crystals under there as well. Um, yeah, so it's, it's intense. That's you it. walk in there and you're like zing, like it's just different Ooh, energy wow. straight away and you can feel it. Yeah. yeah. so
0: yep. cool. Yeah. Oh, so it's probably have crystals protection. in your car as well. Never got oh, yeah. thought of that. Anyway. Yep. Yeah.
2: The thing with crystals though is, um, I would say if you're using them and they're, cl- and they're clearing your energy, um, don't forget to clear them, mm. you know, cause they get full. And, and they need either f- five hours of sunlight or leave them overnight in a full moon. Mm-hmm. Or you can always bury them. I mean, they love to be buried. I put them in a stocking so you don't mm-hmm. lose them and bury them in the ground. You can leave them there for, you know, weeks, months. They, they love it. You bring them back out. They are zinger zing. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that you were talking about with your friend and say like with my ones in the healing room, they, they're set and they, they know their role and it's like, this is what I'm doing. This is, um, part of the grid of this yeah. space yeah. and they're okay mm-hmm. but if you're carrying them around and you're using it and, and you're holding on to it and you're asking it to kind of release the negative energies take them outside and clear them yeah and sun is a really good way to do that a lot of people
1: get confused yeah. if they have to do the full moon but um i'm no good at sort of keeping track of all that stuff so yeah. i just chuck them in the sun it's a lot easier yeah and they they love some
0: crystals sun. could be in the sun i thought yeah we can some of them like, yeah, um, much.
2: Um, no, The um, the thing is, selenite can't go in water because yeah, know, selenite you can destroy it. Yeah. Um, so if you do put them out in the sun and it rains, the selenite will go. Uh, I don't actually like the rain. Yeah. Um, yeah. but know that the sun, they love the sun. Selenite self cleansing
1: anyway, so you don't. I was really going to say, isn't
0: selenite like once you have selenite, it just cleanses everything You don't, you don't have, have to have do anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very
2: powerful selenite. And it doesn't, so, it doesn't like
1: water at all. So Lynn, we talked a little bit about cords and, and that sort of thing before, and, you know, people doing things to us and all that sort of stuff. But you know, I've had a few encounters at the gym where I felt like some people were standing a bit too close. And, and I guess, cause we're working in this industry bit more sensitive, yeah. but I felt like, you know, and everyone, everyone's had that, you know, you're at the bank in a queue and you feel someone behind you is standing mm-hmm. too close yeah. to you. We all have that sort of field yeah. and it's like, you know, and I have had that where I've been on the cross trainer and I'm like, oh, this is a bit, a bit weird. Who's, who's doing this to me? And I'm like, ooh, it's a bit funny. So I've actually like kind of, and I guess I have, you know, clairvoyancy, but I sort of use my imagination to kind of build a wall sometimes between, yeah. you know, the two of us. So I can sort of get my bubble on because I haven't put it on. So I've just sort of gotten into the practice of doing those sorts of things, but sometimes it can sneak up on us. We've forgotten to put our bubble on in the morning. You know, we've just been a bit slack. Uh, And then all of a sudden we feel like someone is literally trying to tap in. Um, So that can be a little uh, confronting as well. So,
2: Yeah. And I
1: guess that is really what you were talking about before about bubbling,
2: um, you know, making sure we're sort of being aware of people draining our energy and stuff like that. The the thing is with that is, um, there are people out there. I call them psychic vampires because that's how they get their energy. Like a lot of us, we create our own energy and, you know, by doing things, our thoughts, our vibration, what what we're doing in our day-to-day life, et cetera. Some people would prefer to just take from other people and, they can tap into your energy. Um, and sometimes, you know, even some people, you know, you may hang out with them and you feel drained at the end of it and they're like, Oh yeah, I feel really good. Mm. (laughs) Um, they've, they've tapped into your energy. Yeah. Um, I would say if if you sense that or, or if someone, you know, you hang out with them and, and you feel terrible once, um, you're not with them anymore, it's probably a chord now everyone gets we get these little cords of attachment between us it's, it's it helps us to communicate us guys will have it happening here today because we're communicating initially they're these tiny thin little spider-like cords and they generally just break away and, and it's all good but if you've got a relationship with someone or 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 you're with someone for, you know, you it doesn't have to be a, a, a love relationship, it can be, you know, family, it can be friends, it can be work colleagues, etc. You'll get these cords of attachment between you and they run sort of negative energies through them and they can get quite big. Um, if you feel someone is tapping into your energy and look, it could even be you know, a partner or something, sometimes, you know, it can be quite a negative or, or toxic thing you've got going. If you feel that there's a toxic side to your relationship with anyone, ask to have your cords cut. And, and you can just visualise it yourself, um, just seeing those cords getting cut. Um, I work with archangels, you know, my, my thing is angel speak. So I ask Archangel Michael, just can you cut the cords between me and this person? you may feel that shift of energy straight away, particularly if you've had those chords for a while and you're feeling drained every time. Sometimes that you don't have to be with that person, but you may start feeling drained and you'll get a thought of that person. They can still be tapping into your energy. And you can't cut the cords of love, impossible. So even if you have, you know, like a love relationship, you think, oh, no, I don't want to wreck that. It's like you can't cut the cords of love, but you can cut these negative cords where the energy is flowing between you guys. And look, I've seen people um, who have come to me, uh, like a couple, and they've had all these cords, but it gets all entangled and it kind of looks like thick spaghetti stuff between them. Um, You do this simple process of cutting the cords and and. And then it's all of a sudden, it's like, okay, that, wow, we feel kind of different. Feel, yeah, I don't feel so bad anymore. It's It allows this person to move in their direction, this person in their direction. Yeah, they can still be together, but they're not getting affected by the negative stuff anymore. So I think that's really important, particularly, uh, Michelle, with you, if you've got some clients that you see on a regular basis, mm, okay. you know, if you're doing healings, you will build up cords between you guys, mm. and you know. Uh, for me, I just say at the end of the day, just I just release everything. But if, if you're feeling, um, you know, sometimes people will depend on you, or you can feel that energy still flowing between you guys. Just cut the cords, and it'll just stop that from happening. Mm. So it's a it's a really, really, really simple technique. Mm. Um, but it's really, it can be really powerful. If that's what you've got going on, that can make a huge difference. Yeah, it's just so maintenance. The technique, is it just like you said, you just cut? Yeah, you just, you can ask. Your intention is I'm cutting all cords. Uh, you can cut all cords of attachment. Okay, a blanket overall, I've got cords attached to me. Let's just cut them. Or you can say this person is causing me some grief. I'm going to cut my cords between this person. So like your example before, Michelle, is you're being bullied at work and it's this particular person. You cut your cords between you and that person. Mm. And you can do it yourself or you can ask Archangel Michael to do it or you can ask whoever you feel affiliated with, you know what I mean? You can ask any ascended master or an angel or an archangel or your nana if you want, you know, it's Mm. up to you. But um, how do you stop them from growing back? you just keep on top of your maintenance yeah maintenance it's it's putting the bubbles up it's making sure you're protected it's if you feel that person is affecting you again once you've cut the cords cut them again um if you've had a a big relationship with someone you may have to cut them multiple times
1: Mm. Um, you mentioned um archangel michael there then too and i just wanted to tie in the kid factor of that um if parents have got kids going through night terrors and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Uh Archangel Michael is an amazing form. And it is another form of protection, the Archangels. So um, that is a good one for the kids, I guess, if they're having nightmares and And
2: look, get the parents to Google Archangel Michael, Mm -hmm. uh particularly the boys. I've worked with a lot of uh you know young males and um you tell the boys that he's got a sword and a shield and he's got a team of warriors that he works with and they are all over it. I need Michael. And, and so many of the kids that I've seen have now got Archangel pictures and posters and stuff in their wow, bed. Wow, that's so awesome. And even my kids today, my, my kids are in their, you know, late 20s and they still use Archangel Michael for protection. And I taught yeah. them when they were really young and it's just, it's an instinct now that and, and, you know, my daughter, she says to my granddaughter, and, and now have you called in Archangel Michael? <laughs> you know, because she gets, she still has some, night terror. she's still very open she still attracts a lot of stuff so we have to do that little bit extra with her but yeah she she's now calling in michael to keep her safe so it's amazing we're um really changing
1: i think the next generation lynn it's um wonderful the work that you're doing because you have a kids book which is based on your uh, granddaughter as well which is so cool Yes. Um, and you know, when we were growing up, I certainly in my family didn't have any of that sort of information. <laughs> it was like that's uh evil and that's the end of it. And I was like, Don't oh. talk about
2: that. La, la, la yeah, la. If yeah, yeah, there it'll go away, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, times are changing now. We're in podcasts talking about this sort of thing, uh, in terms of you know, business workplaces, um, in our home. Yeah, it's pretty pretty incredible. Um, so Lauren, did you have anything you wanted to ask Lynn or?
0: Um I guess I was just wondering Lynn whether or not you had any other thoughts on cleansing um, as well or um, whether or not core cutting was kind of the main thing um, you talked about protecting your space and like kind yeah. of cleansing so is that just envisioning like white light coming through your home um, I know you how, talked about
2: it being intentional so as
0: long yeah, as yeah
2: how I do it um... I like vortexes myself. Mm. Um, So you can use bubbles, but I I like vortexes because to me they're moving and I love it when energy moves because to me that's its normal state. It's always constantly moving and changing. So what I do is I visualize every morning I sit in my room and I visualize white gold light going anti-clockwise around the whole room. Now, because it's a vortex, I send the tail into the core of the planet and I send the head into the central sun. So, not our sun, the center of our galaxy. So, that gives me a really big, like, I'm protected there. But then, I, I, I might be strange, I don't know, but I like to work in threes. So, then I'll put a vortex right around the house, and that also goes right into the planet and out into the universe, into the central sun. And then I go right around the whole house and garden. So to me, that gives me a buffer. But it's like the central part is the safest space. But I've got this huge buffer where the negativity but sees a vortex. It goes, oh, no, let's, you know what I mean? Um, if you're releasing, because people come to me and they release stuff. That's one of the main things I do on a day-to-day basis is get rid of negative energies, entities, whatever it is, we get rid of them. So if you've got these vortexes set up and I, uh, the other thing I'll do is while we're talking about vortexes is I do one on the ground as well when I'm healing. So what I do is I just, I just draw it with my hand like 12 times on the floor. Now, if I'm on concrete, fine. The tail goes into just the ground. My healing room's upstairs so I'll literally send its tail to the wall and then go straight down. Because if I've got someone downstairs or someone underneath that space, guess what? They're going to get dumped with this stuff as it comes out. So when you're doing a healing and you're pulling stuff off people, it gets it goes into that little vortex and it's just taken to be transmuted or used or for, for whatever reason. But it's not splattered all over your room. Mm. That's so, so cool. For, Yeah, so so for me, I've got the three big vortexes, which is kind of like that big buffer, but if anything's released, it either goes into that vortex on the floor, or it just gets taken to where it needs to be. The other thing I use, obviously, is um, angelic beings, because that's part of, you know, angels speak. So I call in um, a team of archangels. I also work with ascended masters like Jesus and mother Mary. I call in my team. So that's my higher self soul, my guides, my angels, my healing team and my animal totems. I mean, when I set up a morning, I'm calling in a lot of beings, but you know, we do a lot of work together um, so, you know, and, and because I do the shamanic work, I'll call in the directions, north, south, east, west, above, below. You can call in elements, you know, earth, air, fire, water, ethers. Um, there's so many beings and, and this is where your intuition really kicks in. It's like, who am I affiliated with? Who resonates with me? Um, I would say if you're actually doing this work or, or even if you're just setting up your space you can call beings in to protect you um i call in archangel michael and i ask him to put his bubble of purple light his purpley bluey color right around my space to keep it protected but then i ask his warrior angels if they'll watch the space north south east west above and below it gives me that massive big buffer now you can just do vortexes and ask archangel michael and the warrior angels to set up your space And that will be good until you feel it's not. That's so cool.
0: Why is it that you imagine it going um,
2: anti-clockwise? Because we're in Australia. So we're in the Southern Hemisphere. And, you know, once again, it's your intuition, but they say vortexes work better. They go anti-clockwise in the Southern, the positive ones, and they go clockwise in the Northern. Oh. Yeah, whether that's true or not, I'm not 100%, but to me, I've tried going clockwise and to me, it doesn't resonate. It, it feels funny when I'm creating it. So when I'm creating it, when I feel it going anti-clockwise, it, to me, it feels good. Yeah. So I'm going with what feels good. You see, when you go anti-clockwise, it kind of goes, oh, oh, hang on, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: it does. It, it, uh, it's almost like you're pulling it towards yeah. as yeah. opposed. as
2: opposed to pushing against it's kind of yeah 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 so for me i i I like the anti-clockwise and yeah just it resonates and and this is the thing with everything that we've talked about today if it doesn't resonate with you don't do it it's not for you if it resonates it's just soul saying hey that'll work for us let's give it a try
1: Lynn, just one more question I, um, uh, before we let you sort of mention if there's anything else that you haven't spoken about so far. One um, thing that I found interesting is, and I know you've done Expose and I've done um, four or five, um, and obviously last year they weren't really happening. But yeah. I did hear some people say to me, and I, I guess this translates into the regular sort of workplace as well, but I remember some people saying they paid a fair amount of money for stalls and then they felt like someone else had kind of I don't know, like put a hex on them, or you know, done something because they had a lot of clients. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of people, a lot of like lining up all this, and then all of a sudden they had no people, and they just felt like someone else had done something. And I kind of guess I. I feel like as I'm self-employed and, you know, I sort of um, think about, you know, protecting my energy, making sure that no one can sort of do anything like that. Is that like a thing? Is that just... Yeah, people, yeah, curses
2: and hexes and, you know, people think it's like woo-woo, whatever. It's actually powerful because that person that's doing it is using their intention but for a negative reason. So, yes, curses and hexes work. Um, Some people can do it without intentionally... You know, sitting down and going, oh, I'm going to curse this person. It's all their negative thoughts. If they're really, um, say, upset with you, Michelle, and they're throwing all this negative energy at you, if you're not protected, that's going to come in, that is going to affect you on every level of your life. If they don't want you to succeed and they're throwing it at your business, if you haven't protected your space, your business, then, yeah, that energy will affect your space, your business. Um, it's a real thing. Yeah, and it's Watch a feeling. It, everything is energy. Um, yeah. Energy doesn't, it, it's, you know, it can be good, bad or indifferent. We like to work with the good because it makes us feel good. But energy is just, hey, I'm creating this and I'm sending it out there. It's going to work whether people have an ill intent or not. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I would warn people that are doing things for ill intent, though, whatever energy you set out, send out, it comes back tenfold. So if you're sending out all this bad stuff, be aware that that is coming back to you. It may not be this week. It may not be this year. It may not be in the next five years, but it will come back. Hmm. So, you know, think yep. about if I want that person to feel good and, and that makes me happy, you, you probably won't mind that energy coming back. If you're doing it to stomp on someone else and, and better yourself, I'll say now that that energy is not working anymore and it will come back a lot quicker. Yeah. New energies that are hitting the planet, it's all about community and it's all about coming together and it's, it's it, it doesn't support the old energies at all. Yeah. So, Good to hear. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a real thing. And I do a lot of work with um, curses and hexes and removal of. And I guess, yeah, and it comes down to not fearing it because
1: I think a lot of the people that yeah. you know I have heard say things like that, that they've happened, um, yeah. is it, they're, they're terrified. So I guess the, um, ultimately so have to remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, um, you know, and it's different cultures as well, isn't it? I mean, different people in different cultures believe in that sort of thing. I guess in the Western yeah. world, we probably haven't heard about that so much. So it's all, uh, it can be a little new. Um, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah like um, the, so have the evil eye don't they to protect themselves and we that's think it. All funny. Yeah. Uh, because we don't believe in it, it's kind of like these negative beings that are out there, they can kind of run amuck a bit more. Yes. You because we do tend to diss it and we do tend to, you know, even when there's something happening in the home, it's like, oh, I can hear footsteps. Oh no, that's my imagination. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Perfectly normal. Perfectly yeah. normal. Yeah, there's um, nothing
1: going on there at all. <laughs> yeah. So Lynn, was there anything else you wanted to mention um that we haven't sort of covered already?
2: Not really. I I think, like I keep stressing, is for people, really trust your own intuition. I mean, that is your guidance system for your life. Um, It will tell you if something is right for you and it will definitely tell you if something or someone is not right. And I think a lot of people fall down when they get that intuitive or that gut instinct or that thought and they go, oh, my gosh, I, I, I need to do that. And they don't or the other way around. I don't, I should not do that. And they do. And that's where people fall down and kind of things get unstuck. Um, So whatever resonates with you is right for you. Whatever doesn't, you know, leave it. And there's so many things out there which we can use, um, you know, and there's something for everyone. You know, we didn't mention Sage. We didn't mention space clearing, Essences, that sort of thing. I mean, that might that might work for some people more than, um, you know, using crystals. Some people just don't feel comfortable with crystals. That's fine. If you want to clear space, maybe use sage, maybe use a, a space clearing. Um, you know, so yeah, there's, there's lots of things out there to keep us protected and safe. Yeah, salt lamps um, are good as well. Oh, I mean, I've got oh,
1: salt I've got lamps, lamps here and selenite yep. towers and stuff like that. Yeah. Salt yeah, lamps.
0: Salt lamps cleanse?
1: Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. They send out um, positive ions into the um So I've got one in my healing room here. I've got one in uh, my bedroom and a selenite tower in the lounge. So mm-hmm. they put out positive ions um, into the environment and you can actually, they actually feel put out it. Negative.
2: Oh, sorry, negative. Actually, which is actually good for us. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you actually feel it. You actually Yeah, feeling. you can tell the difference. And that's good for just cleansing, cleansing. I actually have four in my place. Yeah. And they're on all the time. I never turn them off. Same. Yeah. 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 They're really powerful so, as well. You know, so for people that are feeling like this is all a bit woo woo and strange, I mean, a salt lamp, maybe, Oh, that looks pretty. But yeah. Something really good as
1: well. Exactly. And people don't have to know what the intention of that is. You know, if your husband's that's not cool. into that, you just pop it in the house. Here we are. It's a yeah. pretty light. <laughs> I have to yeah. Know.
2: yeah. <laughs> and the best way, the absolute best way to clear your own energies um particularly if you're an empath miss lauren is um go outside yeah. nature is your best friend yeah take a walk go down the beach um do s- just anything in nature and it will take the negative out and you will feel better i and swam no. in the ocean the other day and i was like oh yeah yeah that you felt awesome didn't you yeah.
0: yeah i felt so good and i know michelle um told me uh cuz i work in a restaurant as well so it's like oh you know, wow Lots That's of energy. Less crazy energy. Like you get home and you feel like you're on drugs in a yeah. way. Like zoom and um yeah, anyway, so I uh I stand on the lawn and I like try to
2: Yeah, good get
0: idea. Get all the energy out. I was telling her
1: to sort of bounce, like to bounce <laughs> yes, and get the energy idea. into the ground. And yeah, also you
0: can I told the girls at work, I was like, now this is what you do when you go home. And I was showing them when we're all like in the restaurant bouncing and bouncing like, yeah, like that. <laughs> because
1: Lauren was having trouble sleeping. So it's about yeah. releasing the energy into mother earth, bare feet on the earth.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: the other thing that's really good and really, really simple is three breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. That circular motion of your breath helps to reset and recalibrate. Yeah. Breath is everything. Stomach. And it's so simple. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Like th- this stuff isn't hard. No. So
0: you just do three breaths in and three breaths out and that's cl-
2: a cleansing thing? Yeah. It's
0: like.
1: At least in through your mouth.
2: Like in through your nose, out through your mouth. And then. Okay. I mean, just do it. I mean, I, I See what happens. If, I tend to
1: pause at the top as well because I think um, yeah. when you pause at the top, then you focus on that absence. If I'm trying to bring myself back out of overwhelm yes. or something, I, I pause at the top and the bottom as well. Um, but the yeah, three breaths. You can do is
2: you can just do the four. So breathe in for four, hold for four. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold for four, and it just it really is a great way of resetting. But the deeper you can make those breaths, the yeah. better you will feel. Because a lot of us. When we get stressed or we've been around say a lot of energy we're breathing just in the apexes of our lungs and, mm. it's, like, and, and it's really shallow shallow energy.
0: breathing yeah
2: breathe right down into your belly you, you feel that energy i mean oxygen is such a powerful um form of of, of calming and you mm. know that's why all the yogis do it that's why they you know meditation it's your breathing technique your breathing technique the reason is you bring that oxygen into your body has an amazing, calming effect. It's mm. like, it, it, to me, it, it feels like a recalibration, a reset. It's like mm. Control-Alt-Delete on your computer. It's like, oh, let's get rid of that. Oh, that's where I was. Oh, that feels better, you know, yeah. and it's so simple. Yeah. So
0: I had somebody explain it to me on the Afterlight before they were talking about how, you know, we take showers every day. We like cleanse our physical body. We vacuum our homes. We do these sort of things, but you know, it's so critical to take care of our spiritual energy as well. And, Definitely. you know, yeah. And it, I just, it's so sad in a way that for a lot of us, we're learning this stuff that it wasn't part of the way that we were brought up um, yeah. in many cases, but you know it's kind of like if you know this isn't part of your normal behavior it's really critical and key for your longevity <laughs> your overall Definitely. health and you know wellness really yeah. to like make it a and thing. better
2: to start now than not start I yeah know. but, but what quite? you
0: all the things that you've said today Lynn and thank you so much have just made everything feel kind of fun in a way and easy to manage and you know, to just kind of like find your own way of doing yeah. it. And that's going to be right for you as long as your intention is set on you know, yeah. cleansing.
2: Oh my God, and- you just, you just hit on a key note that I haven't even mentioned is you said you, it's fun. And you know, the easiest way to raise your vibration is to laugh <clears <clears <throat> is to have fun. You know, if you're feeling down and you laugh, how does that make you feel? It releases all that energy. So yeah, that's perfect. Um, Lauren is to laugh, have fun. It's it's the one way it, it will push your vibration up straight away.
1: We exactly. did um, um Laughter yoga, laugh yoga and it was I think 2019, and it just felt like the most ridiculous thing ever. This yeah. lady's walking around telling you to do all these silly things. Like she's like, laugh like a baby, and here's your lawnmower. So you had to go like make all these stupid noises and you felt like a complete tool and like a yeah. few of us had, had a bad day a few of us had a bad year so we're all like ah, ha, ha, ha 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 you know like that fake laugh like ah, ha ha yeah. and then like one of the ladies whose daughter's a teenager and she's going through some stuff she was sitting in the car cracking it she's like I'm not going in that room I don't want to be with those silly ladies la 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 anyway she came in and she was the first to lose it like she was walking around like being a lawn mower, i think at the time and then she just thought it was hilarious and she fell on the floor in hysterics and then i've looked and i've gone gee that's pretty funny and then i'm like "Ah!" and i was actually genuinely laughing and then someone else saw me laughing and saw her and then started laughing and then all of us were hysterical and then at the end of it she's like oh you know if you guys have any more laughter you know anything else to get out of your system and we're like, I'm like, there's a, like, I was in so much pain, like all my abs and everything. Was just so boy, yeah. But then Cassie started laughing and she's got a really funny laugh. So I was like, that's funny. And then Rosie and her mum were there and her mum started laughing. So Rosie, and then we just laughed for another like five minutes. And I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> and then like some people were actually crying. Like some people were actually releasing yeah energy frustration anger mm-hmm. we actually releasing emotions
0: and i'm like wow right, right I like, do like it. laugh crying i'm like yeah. is that even a thing yeah wow and well if- i laugh cry sometimes if it's really funny
1: yeah but yeah. i mean no 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 this was like actually like they were depressed crying oh. laughing
2: so they were they releasing depression through the laughter, body and they were able to raise their vibe enough to release it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the most amazing they have ever seen. So I'm going to put the um, link to the laughter yoga in the show notes because that was uh, Emily uh, up here, Emily Rose. She's amazing on the sunny coast, but there's people who do it everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, and Lynn, I'll also pop your links into your Facebook and website. Um, Angel Speak is your business, if you've yep. mentioned, and yep. your little book and everything. And that's all available on your website. And you offer a it bunch is. of different services and things that people can check out as well.
0: Absolutely, yep. Thank you so much, Lynn. That's been such a great uh, conversation. And I know I learned a lot and I know our listener at home did as well. So thank you f- so much for your time.
2: Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. Always nice to connect with you guys. So yeah, you thank too. You.
1: Thanks Lynn.
2: All right. Have a good day guys. Thank
1: you. See ya. Bye. Lauren, that was our chat with Lynn and it was very in depth. Went for quite a while, yes. but I think there was a lot, of con- a lot of content, a lot of content there and a lot to learn.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you know what, Michelle, it's not a conversation that everyone's having all the time. And Mm. it's a conversation, I believe that can actually change your entire life. And in a minute, I'm going to tell you a little story about me with shielding, but you know, I think some of the techniques that she was talking about, I'd actually never even heard of the vortex and the Mm. anti-clockwise. And that was all really, really awesome. I loved that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I teach that in, um, in my mentorship, that sort of protection and it uh, is really, really good. But the bubble at a very basic level is perfect. Like we don't really need to go too much more into it with the average person. Um, It depends on what industry you're working in, but there will be people who I guess work in that holistic sector that will hear that and go, Oh, that's a great idea. You know, I love that. But at a basic level, most people can get away with a a bubble. Um, And Lauren, I did just want to give an example, I guess, and Lynn did bring up some really great content about, you know, different protection. And at the end, I think there was some really good tips, especially towards the end of the chat, which we just listened to about, you know, the sprays and you know, the smudge using smudge is a really key one, but it's all about intention. Whatever you're doing, even if it's a salt lamp, it's all about the intention and crystals have the intelligence so you can actually say to them, Hey guys, you know, I'd really like you to raise my vibration so I can do wonderful readings. Or if it's my rose quartz might say, you know, I really want people to come into the room and feel loved. So it's all about your intention, whatever you're doing, even if it's my crystal singing bowl, my crystal singing bowl, the intention is to raise the vibrations or clear that energy chakra, which is for me, solar plexus, that's my bowl. So whatever it is, it's just about intention. So you want to keep your space clear. Uh, Then you can use, I mean, I've got plants in here. I've got living plants. You know, that's another way of, you know, having that protection, you know, sort of good energy, good jujus around. So there's a lot of different things you can do. And I think there were some really good tips kind of right towards the end that we managed to kind of just squeeze in there. But one of the examples that the reason I wanted to talk about this is one of my clients actually had, she meets with me regularly, we do healings together. And she's married to a police officer. And she'd been having him sort of come home after dealing with a fatal road crash or a murder or suicide, whatever it was. And he'd sort of jump into bed, you know, with all that energy on him. And she's very empathic. So she sort of feels everything, even if he has a shower, I mean, it's still there. You know, the energy is still there, the memory, all of that stuff. So he jumps into bed and she's sort of absorbing a lot of that energy. And she was having some really upsetting moments. She was getting very anxious, almost depressed, I would say. And, you know, I said to her, like, what's going on in your bedroom? You know, the energy in there, because I do remote viewing, I was like, the energy in there is not good. And she said, oh, you had to do this this week or that that week and so on and so forth. And, you know, I'm really picking up on that energy. And so she hadn't kind of put two and two together. She was actually had, she had insomnia at that point. She wasn't even able to go to sleep because her mind was so active and she was running over these things, the things he was going to, the jobs he was going to, she had them going round and around in mind because I guess he was talking about it too. So it just made me think, you know, because she's a teacher, so she obviously works with kids and, and she has to have, you know, lots of energy. She wasn't able to sleep. So then she started having to call into work and say she couldn't come in. And I just think like these sorts of things, if we don't get on top of them and deal with them, it can affect your life. You know, she had no energy at that point and stuff like that. So I just felt like this was a good thing to talk about today because, you know, yes, I'm a healer. Yes, I can meet with her. But basically I said to her, throw your pillow out, change your bedding, put new bedding in there, get your smudge, do all of this stuff. So she did. She actually, well, I said, put your pillow in the sun. She ended up throwing it in the bed and got a new one, but it changed her life and she could sleep again. So that's why I wanted to do this uh, topic. Mostly that was my motivation uh, for doing that today, Lauren. So have you got any sort of experiences or anything you wanted to sort of share with our listeners?
0: Yeah, I I guess I just wanted to mention that uh, I am empathic. So I feel a lot of people's energy and uh, I've always been really hesitant about reading news and um, talking about difficult things because I just wear it. It's that's the best way of explaining it. I like feel it so deeply that it just like drags me down for the rest of the day. It's really fatiguing. And on the afterlight, I interviewed a guest and um, Heather and she was talking about shielding. And so Michelle, I know when I interviewed you, you did talk about the egg concept, putting yourself in an egg, and you talked about putting mirrors all around you. And I love that. And when I was talking to uh, Heather, she talked about how, uh, sometimes she'll be talking to somebody and if maybe they're having a bad day and they're having a vent or something and she'll go shield sh- in her in her mind and imagine wearing this shield that's like all that stuff's bouncing off of her. So she tells this story that one time she was walking in the mall and this person's coming towards her and she said it was just an instinctive thing that she didn't actually mean to do it, but out loud she went shield, shield, shield. So there must've been something about it that person coming towards her that just freaked her out. And so I learned a lot from that story. And what I decided to do is I created three levels of shield for myself. So I created a vision of like one level of shield and then a shield over that and then a shield over that, which is wrapped in like a mirror ball silver kind of thing to reflect, uh, refract anything. So I practiced that. Um, kind of vision when I am um, feeling good in a way. And, and that means that when I am maybe feeling in a position where somebody is really like their energy is leeching onto me or I'm feeling that, I can just go shield, 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 and I just put up my three levels of shield right away. And that actually really helps me. And I notice that sometimes I deal with people, different types of personalities and I'm actually not taking on all their stuff for the first time in a really long time. And so that's been really a helpful strategy for me. And I think it's just kind of, it's what Lynn was talking about with intention and everything. But I think that when you design your shield to like suit you and you add the little things that you love that are just personal to you, uh, it really just makes you feel you know, in charge. And I remember in my conversation with Heather, she was talking about going to a psychic fair or something like that. I never would even ever entertain that, ever going to an expo or anything like that, because I just didn't have those fundamental protection, I guess, practices in place. And so now that I know about it, it's just made me feel a little bit more easy, um, or I'm kind of a little bit. More inclined to like deal with more people, I guess that makes sense, so yeah, yeah it just mm. it's a massive thing to have that protection for me, and I use a lot of crystals and stuff now, as you know, mm. um, and a lot of sprays and
1: <laughs> mm. yeah, because yeah, it' all helps. When
0: I was letting that stuff go, I get so fatigued so easily, which still happens, so mm. I just know I need to be keeping up with it and doing more cleansing and stuff. but um, yeah, it, it can be really intense.
1: Yeah, it's nice that you mentioned putting on your personal touch because I think that if it's all boring and dull and all of that, we're not going to do it. Whereas that egg technique you mentioned, that was when I was first starting out and it's a really nice thick wall. And so that's why I quite liked it. So it was good when I was going into particularly um, heavy energies and stuff like that. But I kitted this place out like it was like suede. It was like purple. It was like, you know, memory foam. It was It was incredible inside my egg. And that was when I was taught to do that, that was how they said to do it. They said, kid it out the way you want, you know, like pink suede, purple suede, whatever you want to do. Yeah, And it was just the most comfortable thing ever. So I absolutely loved that, you know, jumping into my little, um, suede bubble, um, which was really cool. My little suede egg. Um, but, Yeah, you know, there's so many different things that we need to uh, consider. And and Lynn's, you know, obviously gone through a few of them. But you mentioned sort of news and and things like that before. And what I found was working as a journo, I became very desensitized. And I do feel like I was an empath before I worked as a journalist. And so people always said to me, oh, geez, you know, you're not going to be able to do this job, like it's going to be way too severe for you and harsh. But without even realizing, I think I just slowly started to switch off all my emotions because when you're dealing with some of the stuff we're dealing with, you know, terrible car accidents and shooting murders and things like that on a daily basis and, you know, September 11 and all that sort of stuff, you do have to kind of switch off because if I'm going to read the news without bawling my eyes out, I can't feel it that intensely. So I don't know that I realized, it, but as I've said in a previous podcast, when I got into doing this full time, which is the holistic readings, healings, all that sort of stuff, it was just such an eye opener because I was sort of sitting here and I wasn't really connecting to the people I was reading for all their loved ones passed over. I could you know, connect to them. I could sort of feel certain things. I could feel the energy coming into the room. I could look at them and describe them, but I wasn't really feeling their emotions. And so I had this moment, which is a bit of a turning point where I was going for a jog and saw this rainbow and I've spoken about this previously and I felt like I was creating the rainbow. It must've just been the right angle. And it was this tiny little rainbow and it started to grow and grow and grow. And as I was running, I was creating and I felt like I was running into this amazing rainbow. And it was like, I could see both ends of it. It was incredible. And I ran into this rainbow and I just started to cry. And I remember that was like a real turning point for me, almost switching on my emotions again. And when I had a reading after that, that day, I just felt everything. It was like all in one moment. It wasn't like over a period of time, it kind of developed. It was just everything. As soon as that loved one came in the room, I was I was crying, I was happy, I was everything. And I felt exactly what they were feeling. So ever since then, I feel like it's all kind of switched back on and it's gotta be within reason. Uh, but I will say to people, sometimes I'll cry. Sometimes I'll feel what your loved one is feeling. And I think that's okay. But you know, we definitely switched that off. I definitely switched that off in my job. But, you know, I deal with a lot of hairdressers. I'm mentoring for a few hairdressers and people who are in aged care, social work, psychologists, people like that. You know, they're dealing, I deal with relationship counselors a lot as well because they're dealing with a lot of other people's energy. They're sitting there listening to other people about their problems all day. So a lot of those people are the ones that I deal with and try to, one of the most important things in the week one of my mentorship is all about cleansing and protecting our energy. That's week one because that's what everyone needs to know. Even if they don't go, you know, and do all nine weeks or 10 weeks, week one is the most important week. It's cleansing and protection. And we don't have this information readily available. So today's episode, as far as I'm concerned, is really, really important. It's vital.
0: Yeah. It's so good. And I think, you know, taking note of the things that make you feel good and the things that don't, I remember Mm -hmm. years and years and years ago when I was in just at a radio school and I wanted to do like be a news broadcaster that's what I wanted to do and remember one time I was reading the news and I read such a horrible story and I got off and I and I thought I never want to read and tell people that stuff again ever and I I don't think I ever read the news if I did it was only because I was doing some fill-in kind of stuff I just knew intuitively it just wasn't for me And I think kind of like Lynn says, when we listen to our intuition, we know whether or not something is for us or serves us or not. And, you know, I think we've talked about it on the show before, but no matter how far you've gone, it's okay to change your mind and go, you know what, this isn't right for me anymore and put some of those boundaries and processes and things in place to kind of help you. And, uh, yeah. So I know that, you know, being made redundant for me, Michelle was the best thing that ever happened to us. And, you know, imagine where you'd be, Michelle, without feeling your heart again. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I actually had
1: a, um, I just wanted to touch on that. It was very, very funny. I had a shocker when I was working for 4RPH, which is a station at Spring Hill in Brisbane for print handicaps. So we used to read out of magazines and all that sort of stuff for people who couldn't see the vision impaired. And it was such a bad, it was such a bad thing. It was, I was volunteering. It was back in the day. And I was reading a story and one of my friends, Darren, oh my God, he's so funny. We're still friends. That's how we met. And he's a photographer, but um, was doing a little bit of radio stuff. And uh, we'd read out of newspapers. We we're literally reading out the paper. And so we'd circle certain stories and he'd read one and I'd read one. Anyway, he read this story and it was about, it was about the paranormal, funnily enough. And it was about a guy who used to sit on the veranda and have a beer with his uncle who was actually dead. And the whole story, it was just, it sounded so ridiculous. And Darren's got this really funny way of speaking. Like he's kind of like, he says things, he'll crack a joke, but it doesn't sound like a joke. You know, people like that, where they like don't dry. Yeah. Every dry. dry. Yeah. So he's reading yeah. it in a very like newsy way. Like it was like a newsy kind of story, the way he was reading it, like very serious and kind of dry, but it was the most ridiculous thing ever. It's this guy sitting on a veranda having a beer with his dead uncle. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like listening to him and I'm just like, you know, he's getting a bit hysterical. Like internally, I'm like, like internally and I'm trying not to show it. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, mm, very interesting. Anyway, my story after this ridiculous story, and I don't know who decided on the order that it was a very bad idea. I had to follow that with a murder story about a lady who'd been brutally murdered. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. And the whole time I'm like, Oh God, Oh God. And he's telling me this story about his dead uncle. And I'm like, I need to regain my composure, need to regain my composure. And then I start reading it and I'm like, a woman has been brutally and I've like half said murdered and I lost it. I was hysterical to the point where I had to leave the room and I couldn't look at Darren. And then Darren had to leave so I could actually do the story. It was the worst. And I've never done that again. Obviously, you know, I don't read the news with someone sitting there looking at me anyway, but, uh, or not in that sort of situation, but, um, it was the worst, Lauren, I can't even tell you it was so bad. Um, and he, he didn't know what I was laughing at. I'm like, you don't even realize how you sound. Don't realize, you know, some people don't realize how funny they are. It was terrible. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because I thought it was interesting. So what I was going to say, though, is I, um, when I worked for the corporation, which we were you know, maybe redundant for, um, I had a boss and I used to hate like when someone said your message, sent you a message the night before going, we need to talk. It's nothing worse. You know, we need to talk. And it's really passive aggressive. Yeah, it's never going to be good. And you know, it's like your partner. We need to talk. It's like, oh, God. Um, and it was a night before, so I didn't sleep and I was so upset and nervous and worried. And so I got up in the morning and I got all my sprays and I got all my candles and I got all my incense and my, you know, everything. Um, and I dragged them all to work with me and I was doing my bubbling. I'm doing cord cutting and shielding and cleansing all these things that Lynn's spoken about in this show. And I was like, you know, music and I'm like raising vibrations. It's miracle tone. It's all this stuff. And I got to work and I tell you, I felt like an angel. I felt like I could just fly out the window and off I go. Like I was so high vibrational. It's all that vibration. I'm sitting in my room and I'm like, zing, zing, you know, like full on. And so my boss at the time came past the door and I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Here we go. But I was like, zing. Anyway, she looks in the room and was like, did a bit of a, oh, oh. Um, And you know, she's not into this sort of stuff. She's a Pilates teacher as well, but she's not really into the spiritual and doesn't really understand it. But she just looked in the door and was like, oh, hi, and I was like, hello, and she kept walking. We never had the conversation. And I tell people that a bit because I do often have people come to me and ask me about, this is happening at work, this is happening at home, this is happening in the family, what could I do? And I tell them that story, because I'm like, you just need to bubble and stick your mirror on the outside, like Lynn said, you know, reflective, silver, she used the silver. I, I you know, visualized sort of a mirror, which is the same thing, and reflecting back other people's stuff at them. And that's it, you know, and that's all I did. And we never had the conversation. I have no idea what that was about. So, you know, I just feel like that is a really important thing to do. And it is about intention. So if you do have anything like that going on, nothing and no one can harm us unless we allow it. I didn't give permission for anyone to, you know, come in and have that conversation with me. I didn't want it. I didn't want that to happen. So that's what I did. Mm. Uh, And also salt water. I just wanted to mention, because we did talk about a few things that are useful, um, salt water is great at transmitting energy. So I would put, um, I did actually in my room have little bowls of salt water. So it's absorbing any kind of energy, any residual energy, um, absorbing that. You can do that in your bedroom at home. Uh, so I have salt water you know, in the bedroom and you'll just change it kind of once a day. Um, it is a good idea to get a round bowl so the energy doesn't kind of gather you know, in the corners. But uh, salt water is a great transmuter. So when you said uh, earlier about the beach, when you talked in our podcast um, yeah. chat about going to the beach, you know, the salt water is incredibly good at transmuting that energy, residual energy that's sort of sitting on your skin so yeah that's another really good tip and i just thought i'd um yeah share that as well
0: yeah i love that cool well is that
1: basically the show uh no so i was just going to give a couple of tips as well um and this was just around it becoming sort of maintenance so i believe that you know the most important thing is is just to make this a habit and so one of the little tips that i've got that i do teach i guess in mentorship as well is that if you do your cleansing in a shower, and we didn't go into too much information about cleansing, but I visualize like rainbow light coming out of my water spout. So the water, you know, is coming out, but I visualize it as rainbow. Sometimes I'll visualize it as a particular color. If I feel a bit off in my solar plexus, it'll be gold. So I think about the colors of the chakras. Um, and so as the water's coming out, I imagine that that color is sort of washing over my body. And then I try to visualize the water going down the drain and see it um, or sense, you know, you're not clairvoyant, sense it being nice and clear. So just waiting until that sort of happens. And then when I jump out of the shower, I tend to put my bubble on uh, before I leave the house or start work because I work at home. So yeah, I do that in the morning and that's the best way to do it because it's maintenance. You know, some people shower in the morning and evening. Fantastic. You know, cleanse and cleanse in the shower, you know, energetically and then pop your bubble on. So we never want to seal in that sort of energy with the, uh, with the bubble um, inside the bubble, I should say. So I just wanted to mention that. And of course the, uh, party element, which is what we've just done Lauren, because we did have a lot of spiritual stuff in lens, chatted it, it did go for quite a while. So we figured we'll cut the show, our part of the show a little bit shorter, but the party element element this week was brought to you by my business, which is Michelle, R. price, the light worker. And you can find me on Facebook under that particular profile. I do mediumship. I do Oracle card reading. If you're not into mediumship, I do connect to angels, archangels, uh, guardians, guides, as we spoke about today with Lynn. I've been doing a lot of that this week. I do business readings, past life readings, anything you want. Uh, Also mentorship, so helping people discover and develop their gifts. And I'm a Reiki master now, so I'm teaching Reiki and I've had uh, quite a few inquiries about Reiki. So that's been really, really wonderful. So um, yeah, that's awesome. Probably it for this show and uh, coming up next week, we're going to be, I think, talking about lost and found lorem. So sometimes losing, misplacing items and uh, mm-hmm. how we might be able to locate those. And uh, we've got a few really good examples of different things that people have done to be able to sort that out. And ultimately we're looking at you know saving time. And I know that's what your business is all about, saving people time, giving them more time to do other things. So I felt like that might be a good one to um, yeah discuss next week.
0: Perfect. Love that. Great show, Michelle. Thank you. So this has been the Business in the Front. Party in the Back.
1: Podcast. Podcast if you loved what you heard today then please tell all your friends give us lots of referrals like i've been talking about in my business yes. lots of referrals and we uh, will certainly reward you by delivering more podcasts your way that's your reward that's your incentive that's right time, if the listener at home wasn't overly thrilled uh, or didn't have their hair blown back by
0: our episode today what should they do They should probably listen to another episode because I think that all of our episodes are really different. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they have... You and I are obviously the same throughout. But um, they all offer different stuff. So if you want more woo-woo, we have that. If you want more business, we have that. So it's kind of like have a look at all the episodes that we've done so far and why not try another one on for size? It's a good plan. I like that a lot. I fully support you. I'm
1: Teen Lauren. Wonderful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot for your Yes. Talk to you next time. Next week.
1: Next week. Thank you.